it's time for Larry News Sports. My guest tonight, he is the Houston Mariner, the Seattle Owl, the Rice Hawkeye, John that the NHL season starts one week from tonight, I think, is is the start of the NBA season, or is it two weeks? It might be two weeks. I don't know, actually. It's one. It is one so, week. Yeah. Wow, one week from tonight. And in that time, it'll be that small one or two week period where all four major sports are going. Right? And, uh, I mean... After we record this, I'm going to put on the Rangers game. They're the opening game against the Tampa Bay Lightning slash Devil Rays. And uh, put on the Yankee game. It's great. It's great. If only there was some sumo on. But it's also (laughs) tomorrow, Wednesday, there's professional wrestling. So many sports to watch. But we're talking basketball. And as we get ready for this season we're going to be talking about we're going to do our list that we did last year but updated for this year and it is top 10 teams most likely to win a championship over the next five years so this takes into account current state of the team the current uh current level of talent of players Stash of draft picks, maybe. Salaries of the players. So who's going to be there? Age of the players. All that. And before we get into our lists, uh, I'll give I'll give our list from last year. Um, so your list last year. Number 10, the 76ers. Number 9, Denver Nuggets. 8, Atlanta Hawks. 7, Miami Heat. 6, Los Angeles Lakers. Five, Dallas Mavericks. Four, LA Clippers. Three, Golden State Warriors. And that one came true. Very good, putting him number three. I don't think they were the third uh, favorite in terms of betting odds last year. Two, Milwaukee Bucks. One, Brooklyn Nets. Mine, um, 10, Denver Nuggets. Nine, LA Clippers. Eight was very stupid. I I put the New York Knicks. Uh-huh. Number eight, I said, oh, if, if Randall repeats and RJ takes a step, they're one guy away. Well, RJ did take a step, but maybe not a huge step, but a step. And I think if he still takes a step, they maybe are one guy away, but uh, Randall did not repeat. 
Um, and now it's, uh, they, let, needless to say, they did not make my top 10 this year. So, could already put that there. And I don't know, did they make yours? We'll find out. But I'm guessing that. <laughs> uh, number seven, the Boston Celtics. Six, 76ers. Five, Warriors. That's a pretty good spot to put the Warriors. Four, Dallas Mavericks. Three, LA Lakers. Two, Nets. One, Bucks. Okay. Here we go. All that being said, um, last year we went one to ten because uh, I was thinking that you know the the teams at the top we both had the Nets and Bucks in different order of one and two were obvious. It's more interesting at the end. I think it's less obvious this year. So let's go ten to one. Who is your number ten team? And before number ten, any honorable mentions of just missing the cut? Yeah, yeah. So I had um, honorable mention teams that I think might make a big jump, but not get over the hump, but um, but do a lot better in the next few years. Uh, the Timberwolves and the Cavs. Mm-hmm. I have uh, them breaking out, but not getting over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So never so, winning a championship. That's, uh, I mean, Cavs. A tough one to get Donovan Mitchell, and because in five years he's likely going to be gone if he doesn't resign. Yeah, there. but they, but if they're good, he might stick, he around. Might stick I around. mean, we'll, I mean, they we'll will see what good. happens yeah. in the next couple of years. I think, I don't think the Timberwolves can win, can get good soon enough to like. Uh-huh. I don't think Ann Edwards can keep up with Rudy's decline. I think <laughs> it's going to be. I think they're going to get better. I think they're going to be really good, but yeah. I don't think they'll ever put it all together. The Twin City um, Towers. That's right. So my number 10 is a little bit, maybe a little bit of a reach, but um, <clears throat> the Toronto Raptors. Mm. So no playoffs last year, or they were, were they play in? I think they were play in. Before you finish, can um, I tell you my number 10? What was that? The Toronto Raptors. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. Yeah. I mean, they've got, they've got a cupboard full of, options in terms of picks they they could have put together something for durant like they have Mm -hmm. that much stuff to trade but they have really good a really good squad and i think they're a coherent team and that they they know what they want to be um and they just need i don't know a couple things to break right which is what happened for them last time they were a great team for several or a really good team for several years and then they you know it all broke right one year maybe the best coach in the nba They've got a good coach. They've got a good coach. And so, yeah, I think they've got a good shot. I like them. Yeah. Um, yeah, also my number 10. My honorable mention, I also like the Wolves, Cavs, and Grizz. I I was deciding, I have a number 11. My number 11 is the Miami Heat, um, who may have made your list. Um, obviously, they did not. Okay. So the Miami Heat also, I guess, did not make my list. I decided to go with the Raptors instead. I guess based on a future-looking value with Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes last year's Rookie of the Year. Uh, great player. Uh, and they have great talent right now. They have players who've won championships in Van Vliet and Siakam, who seems to seem to have improved last year. I worry a little bit with Siakam. Um, just every, every few years, he just doesn't show up. Yeah. So, and if he doesn't show up, they're, I don't know. They're just a mediocre middling team. 
But yeah, you're right, and I think the heat, breaker. yeah, the heat. If we were going to them, if we were talking about teams that will win maybe lots of playoff series in the next few years, I think they'd be they'd be up there. Yeah, you know, if we were just if we we're counting total series wins or something like that. Um, but um, they needed a superhuman effort from Jimmy Butler last year to get to where they got, which was close, admittedly, very close. Um, I think Hero's just not good enough on defense and Bam's not good enough on offense. And they need – and Jimmy's getting older. Mm-hmm. And he's going to have a hard time staying healthy. And that's it. Who, there's not enough. Who would you rather have, uh, Tyler Hero or R.J. Barrett? <clears throat> um, probably Tyler Hero. I feel like Tyler Hero is um you can kind of you can kind of cover for him on the defensive end and I think he's I think he's a better creator, a much better creator than RJ and I feel like that's just just worth more. So, I don't know. Yeah. I think um I mean he is more of like a natural point guard. Uh I do think RJ has some untapped creation, creating ability. Uh and but Hero got slightly more money than him. Not much. They, they signed very similar contracts, but Hero a little bit more. And I think Hero specifically wanted to get more than RJ. They were both kind of... <laughs> it was They were both guys who maybe would have been in a Donovan Mitchell trade, but it, Utah Jazz didn't really want. They didn't want to sign them to the new extension. Both extension eligible at the same time. And just similar in terms of like trade value, I think. Um... But neither are on the top ten list. Just what you were saying about winning playoff series. I think if I think if I was doing a top ten list to win a championship this year, maybe the Heat would have been on it. But uh, over the five year, over the next five year window, probably the Raptors are going to have more opportunities than the Heat have. Yeah, for sure. All right, who's your number nine? So number nine, I actually went with the Dallas Mavericks. Ah. So they, I, I don't mean, know. They're, they're on my list. Uh, I have them much higher. Yeah. And I, maybe I'm being too harsh to, you know, a reigning semifinalist. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, and if Luca takes another leap up, then they're going to be really hard to stop. But I just don't, yeah, I don't see it there. I don't see it yet. Um, I think. I think they could put it together, but right now I see them just coming up short um, to like more complete teams mm-hmm. um, in the playoffs. So I don't know, but they're on the list. So yeah. that's uh, that's a maybe. It's good. That's a maybe. And they have a top five player in the NBA, which is something you need if you're going to win a championship. Yeah. Likely something you need. Um, they They certainly, they fucked it up with Brunson. Um, not that he's a world beater, but they had a chance to extend him. Then the max extension they could have given him was something like 64 million over four years. And all, uh, all reporting is that at that time he would have accepted that deal, which is like half as much as what he got basically. Uh, Mm -hmm. so that would have been a very valuable, even as just a trade asset, a very valuable piece. And he was their second best player last year. So they don't have him. Um, this next summer is, is maybe the most important off season in 
in the history of the Mavericks franchise. Uh, in ter- just like they they they've been hamstrung in terms of what trades they could have made because of the picks going to the Knicks, and they that pick is protected uh, top ten this year and the next two years. It'll probably convey this year, but because it's protected, they can't trade picks until two years after the last year it could possibly convey. So that likely conveys this year, and at that point, they have all their future draft picks to trade. I think at that point, they have to get uh, someone who could be the second-best player on a championship team, and if they don't do anything that summer... Then the clock starts ticking on on Luka Doncic, and yeah, I mean it's I, I would think he's gonna he's I guess everybody signs an extension nowadays they sign mm. that max extension nowadays but it wouldn't be crazy if he decided he wanted to test unrestricted free agency. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, and that's that's sort of why they were down on my list is just that I feel like they took a step back from last year. Yeah. Um, losing Brunson. And I think kid, um, he had a good year and he rose and my, my estimation. Yeah. I think he, I think he just got better at coaching and he has a good staff, but um, yeah, I don't know. Plus I hate the Mavericks. So it's hard for them to win me over. Yeah. Man, I have the, I have the number three on my list. Um, and I, I talked myself out of it just now. It's like, ah, they're, if, if they don't make a move <laughs> next summer, they're going to lose Luka, Luka Doncic. Um, I, you know, they're just they're that high because if you have one of those players, you're you're automatically high up on the list. Okay, my number nine is everybody's favorite team, the Los Angeles Lakers. Oh wow! Yeah, did they did make, not even make my list? Didn't even didn't. make your list. Wow. Um, so they're low on the list, but they made the list. Nine is the Lakers because they, you know, they still have LeBron and AD two great players. One who's usually pretty healthy, but maybe we'll play 60 games in LeBron. Um, and as long as he's healthy in the playoffs, he's still, when he's, when he plays, he's a top five player. Um, there's, and there's like 20 top five players. Yeah. <laughs> but but he is he is he's like an elite level player when he's when he's playing, AD also. But I I'm a little less certain that he's gonna be able to play even 60 games in a season or be healthy in the playoffs. All that being said, they have LeBron, which means they might and Westbrook's coming off the books next summer, so maybe they'll be able to GM LeBron will be able to get somebody else in there. He's not a great GM. But they might they and they have those two draft picks and maybe more coming. So they're they're getting out of draft pick hell. LeBron is old, but he's still great, still there. AD not that old, but never as healthy. Still two elite level players, and when you have that, if they if they are healthy, they've got a chance. So that's why they're on the list. I don't see it. Yeah. I just, I just, I just do not see it. Even when they were healthy last year, they were middling, mm-hmm. right? Like they were basically 500 with the, you know, quote unquote, big three. And yeah. I realized part of that problem was Westbrook, but I mean, it's still there. 
I, I mean, Anthony, I don't know. Like the team, they the the situation in the bubble was very special, and not taking anything away from them because you know, it was it was the same rules for everybody. But I think that um, the team they actually they had with defense and shooting around LeBron and AD, I just don't see it mm-hmm. now. And you know, maybe it was Vogel and his his schemes, and that's why he's out. But I just I don't see it. I see them being the most talked about team and the number of yeah wins per you know minute on first take or whatever is going to be the mm-hmm. lowest in the in the league for sure. Yeah, Stephen A. Smith now a friend of Sean Hannity apparently. He's been making appearances on Hannity in case you didn't know. Um, I did not know yeah, that. Well, wow. Um. Yeah, I. I I'm a little higher on the Lakers than a lot of people seem to be. Everybody seems to be down on them for good reason. Um, but I think pe- people are forgetting how good LeBron and AD are at their f- full power. And I think I, th- I think there's... I, I'm, I'm hoping for a bounce back year from AD, I guess. Okay. Because yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's possible. I see what you're saying. I mean, LeBron is still LeBron mm-hmm. um, and still great. AD, when he's on, I just... I just didn't see it last year. Right. Is the thing. And so yeah. yeah. I mean AD hasn't been making hasn't made jump shots since the bubble. Mm-hmm. Right? When there were no fans and the sight lines were really good, you know, right? Like it was a lot of people shot well in the bubble and haven't since. So I don't know. If he can't shoot, then he's not I don't think he's elite. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll know pretty quickly. Yeah. yeah. So who, your number eight team is number eight is actually your least favorite team, right? The Brooklyn Nets. Okay. Okay. Quite a step down from last year as your number one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just mainly because if they don't do it this year and I don't think they're going to do it this year, then it's just going to get harder and mm-hmm. harder. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I don't see them breaking through, but I wouldn't count it out like because of Kevin Durant and yeah. because, you know, like maybe Simmons comes back in a big way. I, I, I don't know. Um, and Kyrie, when he plays, even though he doesn't play, um, it's great when he plays, he, he can be great. So yeah, I feel like anything's possible with them, and I so I wouldn't rule them out. But after this year, they'll basically if they don't win it this year, then they're just gonna drop off the list. Yeah, I mean, or if they make the finals this year, I could see them all coming back, and it, things will be. People they will be happy if every if they make the finals this year. Yeah, it's okay. it's a, the thing is happening. that right. So I mean I think there's definitely a chance, and you probably do too. That's why they're at number eight. That right. every if everything goes right, they're a finals contender. If everything goes wrong, it's it's gonna be tablo- a tabloid page, and Kyrie's gone. We'll probably stop playing. Durant will want to trade, and then it's just all over. And then they got nothing. All right. 
my number eight team. Um, so I have the Nets. Nets are number five for me. Okay. So I, I guess I still believe in the talent level there. Um, and, and something we talked about a few weeks ago is like those guys, Durant, Simmons, Kyrie, it's not like they have many better options of where to play. We saw that in this offseason. So, you know, Durant wanted out and now he's there. So he sees this got to make this work. Maybe. Okay. Number eight for me is the LA Clippers. Uh, one of the favorites in the West. A lot of people have them as like a top level team in the West. And understandably, they have a lot of great talent. I I have them what I think is a little lower than people would have them. I assume they made your list. Oh, they did. They were um they were number three. Ah, very so very level. high. I think they are very good. Um but to me, they have some of the problems. Not quite the same. They have a very good team and a deep team, unlike the Lakers. But like the Lakers, those guys are always hurt too. We haven't seen Kawhi play in a year and a half. Paul George always misses a good amount of time. So (laughs) they have a great coach. Uh, They have great supporting talent, unlike the Lakers, which is why I have them higher than the Lakers. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm not as ready to put them as one of the top teams in the West because, like, I don't know. Kawhi just had a ACL surgery and we haven't seen him play in a long time. So I mean, he didn't just have it. No, he didn't. You're right. He didn't just have it two years ago (laughs) or like a a year ago at the very, you know, at the very end of a season ago. So, you know, not two years, but 18 months ago, practically. Sure. Sure. Um, Sure. So you're you're right. No one can load. Like Kawhi invented load management. (laughs) Yeah. So, I I, yeah I I hear what you're saying, and you're you're totally right that those guys and Paul George gets hurt all the time. Um, but when he's healthy, he when he's right, he's not like he doesn't get like the same injuries over and over again. Like he hurts different things and and like gets better, and then he's awesome, and then he gets hurt. Um. I just think they're so deep and so well coached. And I think if Kawhi, you know, load manages through the year and then understands where his body is, gets back for the playoffs, I think they're going to be a tough out. Yeah. So I really like them this year and next year. And I don't know where those two are going to end up. They'll probably stay because I don't know that they have better options either. Are they so, free agents at the end of this yeah. year? If I thought they were going to stay, for sure, I would maybe even put them higher because I think they, they're both getting a little bit older, but I think they've got a few good years in them. Yeah, still. I, I I would be surprised if they didn't stay, um, because it's like the same thing. What other situation are they going to be able to go to? Yeah, because um, yeah, it's like you have to the way they maneuvered themselves to both go to the Clippers at the same time. If you want to, if as we found out with Durant, it's hard to find a team you could just slot yourself into. You have to like either go to a new team, a la the Nets or the Clippers that same summer where it's like you, you and your best friend and Deandre Jordan all go together. Uh, Okay. Who do you have at number seven? Number seven. I have the Denver Nuggets. All right, Nuggets. Um, I have the Nuggets at number six. 
Okay. So, right around the same place. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it's really Porter Jr., I think Murray will be healthy. Um, again, he had the surgery quite a while ago. Mm-hmm. And the um, and Jokic is a beast. Mm-hmm. He's awesome. And if Porter Jr. is healthy, I think they could challenge for the number one seed in the West. I think yeah. they are going to be that good. Yeah. Um, but he is a real wild card on health, real wild card. So, so yeah, that's why they're, they're down where they are. Um, otherwise I'd really like them. Yeah. Uh, not really anything to add when you have Jokic, you're going to be in the playoffs every year. Cause he's, yeah. he's that level of talent, same as the Mavs. And unlike the Mavs, they have a, a, a better supporting cast. Yeah, I mean, even Aaron Gordon, like, love the guy, but the guy—he's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I know they have some other good guys like uh, Bones Highland and uh, Bones is good, Zeke Naji yeah. and um, and others. Uh, all right. So that's your number seven. My number seven is the Philadelphia 76ers. Okay, so we swapped those because I had okay. the 76ers sixth. All right. So a lot of agreement amongst us there. Um, Embiid, one of the elite talents in the league, a uh, little bit of a health issue, but I think he's still he's he's in his prime right now. As is Jokic, he, yeah. he's an elite level player in his prime. Um, body isn't breaking down yet, and uh, hopefully Harden has one or two more good years for their sake. Plus, they have a decent team around them. Um, in Maxi, PJ Tucker, um, Tobias Harris, like I also like you know mal- maligned for his high salary, but he's still a good player. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's sort of the whatever this generation's Joe Johnson, right? Right. Um, and yeah, I mean, he's fine. He's he's good. I think I like how many Rockets the former Rockets they've mm-hmm. assembled, um, and. I don't know about Doc Rivers still. I have I have some concerns sometimes, but I think they're good. And I, I think Harden will bounce back this year. I'm really rooting for them to have a good year. Yeah. I would love to I would love to see Daryl win one. Um yes, and so I think they've got a couple a couple years yeah. of being really solid. So yeah, I'm high on them. Yeah. I also I believe in Daryl Morey. And he's got some moves to make or, or will he, he's not going to be afraid to make a move to, to put him over the hump. Um, your number 16, the Clippers, my number 17, something I forgot to ask you. No, uh, you mean the, the, the six, my six team is the Sixers. Oh, okay. That's what I was Apologies. saying. We got, we, right, we right, got right, 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 right. Okay. Yeah. Your, your three team is the Clippers. Um, with the Clippers, what do you uh, what do you think about John Wall? I mean, he's not John Wall anymore, mm-hmm. right? So that's that's the thing. He's not the fastest guy on the court, um, and this like elite athlete. So it's going to be up to him, and I, I think. I think he can contribute on this team and I think he can be like really 
good as if he kind of knows his place. And I think a year off, a year of being told like he can't play. Yeah. Um, basically in Houston, I mean, it didn't end up being a full year, but like, yeah, I, th- I think it's kind of like with Mello when he was sort of out of the league mm-hmm. and then back. I think these guys who get that reality check, um, they can come back and be solid role players. And he's he can be a pretty good role player. Like he's just he's just not worth $46 million right. or whatever. But he's he's good. He's good. Yeah. 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 Um... He wrote. I don't know if you saw. He wrote uh, a piece for the Players Tribune. No, I didn't uh, see it. Yeah, like maybe a month ago. Um, very moving. Talked about like how dark a period it was for him over the last two years. His mother died as well. Um, just like he had suicidal thoughts. Worth worth reading. And you. Okay. I, I yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah, I I like the guy. I I liked when he was playing in Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also understood why. They didn't want him playing last year. I mean, they again they had to sort of force the young guy's development. Yeah. Right. And so it just wasn't gonna wasn't gonna work. Um, but yeah, I don't I yeah, I don't love how the situation ended. I'm glad he got out and got to a good team. Yeah. So I hope uh, he does well. Yeah, I hope he does well too. Um because he was such a talented player. All right. So your number six is the Sixers, my number six is the Nuggets. Number five, who do you have? Okay, so I already know they didn't make your list because you mentioned it before, but um, the Memphis Grizzlies. All right. Very high. They were, yes, an honorable mention for me. Okay, give me the, give well, me the Grizzlies. Well, I mean, uh, give me so number two seed last year. Mm-hmm. Number two seed and on the rise. I mean, they won a won a playoff series and just got. I don't. I mean, I think even if Jod stayed healthy, they were going to lose that series to the Warriors. But the Warriors won the freaking title, mm-hmm. right? Like the. I don't know. I see them going, uh, matching up well against pretty much the rest of the Western Conference, and I think the rest Western Conference is how winnable it is is really going to depend on the young guys from the Warriors and how they um, how they develop mm-hmm. as Steph and the crew get older. But, I, yeah, again, I put them ahead of – I think they have a better shot than, um, than the Nuggets of staying healthy, than the Mavericks of putting it all together and they're a much more complete team. So, yeah, they're, they're basically my – one of – I think they'll be like – a top two or three seed in the West for the next five years. And, and I think that is enough to then have maybe a year where it goes right. Like, I, I think there should, there may be a man short, but they've got, again, a ton of assets. And so they can make it happen. Um, here would be my counter to that and why they're not on my list. Um, Jaron Jackson Jr. Starting the year injured. And is always injured. Always injured. John Morant, amazing player, gets injured a lot too and plays with reckless abandon, uh, much like D Wade in his early years. Uh, John Morant also is 
a small guard, and it's very hard to win if your best player is a undersized guard, as we kind of mm-hmm. talked about with the Donovan Mitchell trade. So I think they're very good. I see them as like what the Nuggets were the past few years, like a team that John Morant can bring them to a high seed. Oh, they'll always be in the playoffs, always be a high seed in the West. Um, I like what you said, that, that because they're always in the playoffs, you got a chance. But I think they're kind of capped and... Um, they're gonna have hard. They're gonna have a hard time unless they draft really well, which they always do. Um, uh, getting more talent around them. I don't. I, I feel like they. There's a lot of talk about like, okay, they have this great depth. Are they gonna kind of package it together and get a really a good star to go along with Job Morant? I have a feeling they're just not gonna do that. They're not gonna be able to find that trade partner. Um. So I think the Grizzlies are a little bit capped at where at how good they are, which is very good, but not a championship team. And that's totally fair. Like they they might not get over the hump, and I think part of it is a little bit of um, wishful thinking on my part. Like I like Morant, I like the small market mm-hmm. thing. I like, um, yeah, you know, you know, Memphis is known for its Grizzly Bears. Um, yeah. Like, These those grizzly bears are very gritty and they like to grind, just like the the jazz in Utah and all, right. all the all the jazz that's played in Utah and all the lakes in LA. Los Angeles. Yeah, um, these relocated teams that don't change their names are are great. Um, no, but I think they're I think they're inter- an interesting story, and I think I know what you're saying, and I feel like that has played out in the past. Um, many times where teams sort of got stuck in not in mediocrity, but in really good, but not able to get over the hump. Mm -hmm. And I think there might be some lessons learned. Like I trust their front office. I think they've made really good, um, really smart drafting decisions and they're not, they're not panicking. So I got, they've got a lot of powder dry. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. But it's fair. They've, they've proven nothing yet. Yeah, but they, I, what you said is very true about them having having a good front office, and when you have that, like that's that's going to continue making good decisions. Uh, that's something you could trust, and and you could you could have more faith that good things are going to keep keep continuing. Yeah. All right. Um, my number five was the the Brooklyn Nets, as we already talked about. Um, who is your number four team? So my number four, um, the Boston Celtics. Ooh, my number four team is the Boston Celtics. Okay. Yeah. I, I, if, if, um, if he hadn't mm-hmm. been suspended slash eventually fired, then, um, I would have probably had them a little bit higher, mm-hmm. but, um, you just, and maybe if Williams wasn't hurt again, um, but you just can't argue with how good they were. Yeah. Like in the second half of the year last year and through most of the playoffs, they are a force. And I don't know. I don't, I mean, I hate, you know, all Boston teams, but they're, they're good. And I can see if Tatum levels up, they could be, they could be really. Um, they could knock. They could. They could win it this year. I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
Tatum and Brown are, you know, it's been said forever, it feels like. I, I guess they must be 25 now, but forever they've been talked about as like the right. best duo under 25 of any team. It was enough for me to put them on the list last year at number seven. Um, and yeah, I, I probably also would if like, if it was just, if we were making this list the day after the finals, they probably would have been higher. Um, but the Udoka stuff happened and the Jalen Brown getting a little upset about the trade talks for Durant. He'll probably shake that off and play fine. But I think there's a bigger chance that he's out of here and out of there in two years. He's definitely yeah, going to test he, unrestricted free agency. Oh yeah, they can't. They can't extend him. him yeah. So, so, so yeah. I mean, at that point, it's anybody's guess, and it's it's where he thinks the best um, the best fit for him is his best chance to win a championship, his best chance to get another contract mm-hmm. after what's sure to be a max or near max deal. Yeah. Um, I know of so, a great, yeah. I know of a great location for him. Not very far from Boston, but a much better city, a less racist city. Um, the greatest city, the Mecca that the garden, I think Jalen Brown would love it here and he would be beloved. He should really come to New York in two years. i I'm down. Yeah, let's do it. Awesome. Let's do it. Let's put. I'm putting the. I'm moving the Celtics out of the list because they're losing Jalen Brown in two years to the next. <laughs> but yeah, the, all that. All that being said, a great team that has a, that's one of the odds-on favorites to win the title this year. They're going to be one of the best teams in the East this year and every year. Um, even if Jalen Brown goes, they're still going to have Tatum. So the next five years, they're they're going to be a playoff team in the next five years. So at number four, I think it's appropriate. Okay. Your number three team we already talked about is the Clippers, right? Yep. My number three team is the Mavs. I already talked about, which leaves two teams uh, for both of us. Both have. N- so it looks like we have the same number one, two, maybe in a different order. Um, who is your number two team? I went with the Warriors. Me as well. The Golden State Warriors. Yeah. I I just the 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 Draymond punching pool thing yeah. is it's just not a great way to start the year. No. Um but beyond that, I just don't know how this whole try and be veteran and young at the same time, like um middling this bet that they're trying to do. I don't know how it's gonna work out. If, um, yeah, like they'd almost be better off just going all young with Steph and like moving on from Draymond maybe or whatever. But a lot of it really depends on how their their young guys come together. The young guys come together at like the level they were drafted, mm-hmm. right? If they live up to their draft status, then they could be awesome. Yeah. Because Anthony Edwards, I mean – he was number two pick, right? And he could be great. We just haven't seen him in a long time. And Kaminga is wait. You mean you mean, you mean Wiseman? Oh yeah, Wiseman. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, Wiseman. Why Anthony Edwards was number one. Wiseman was number two. two. But talk for uh, there was some there was some consideration for number one. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and he's 
you know, he didn't play that much his first year and then he was pretty much gone all last year. So if he's good, Mm -hmm. then all of a sudden that changes things dramatically. And if Kuminga develops, um, they already have pool. He's a big wing, which is the hardest thing to find. Mm-hmm. Big athletic went long. So wing. they could be they could be tough because Steph could stay elite for several more years, and yeah. Clay maybe not on the defensive end, but Clay could still shoot for a few years, and then they can find people because they're willing to pay. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're willing the to go on tax every tax. And yeah. and, so, and Moses Moody also a lottery pick. Yes, Moses Moody also. Um, yeah, he could be he could be great too. So. Lots of lots yeah. of possibilities, but if they if they didn't their their older core, like I think they can contend this year. Yeah, but I think that's just about it without the younger guys really stepping up. Yeah, I mean they're doing what you talked about the older core and the young and old paths at the same time. They're doing that about as well as you could oh, possibly yeah. do it. Um, not since like the Spurs have seen that kind of thing work out and with the Spurs, you know, I mean, they lost Kawhi Leonard, so it didn't totally work out in the end, but it worked out for a while. Um, but yeah, um, I, I agree with you. This core is, they just won the title. I think they're going to be great again. Uh, I hope the Draymond Green, Jordan Poole stuff, they're able to move past. Um, it's kind of hilarious. Um, but yeah, they, they're, they've got the talent this year. Steph is great, obviously an elite level player. I think clay will be better than he was last year. At least mm-hmm. he'll be, he won't have that, uh, easing in time period, but he's not going to be the clay. He was five years ago. Draymond is declining, but still a very special player and does so many things well. Um, and then, yeah, as you said, it's, it, so this year they're one of the favorites for sure. That's that's that on its own is probably enough to put them on the in the top six of this list. The fact that they have um, some really good, promising young players who could replace Draymond if he goes or Clay if he goes, and Poole has emerged is is what I think puts him at number two. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So that means at number one, obviously, for both of us, is the New York Knicks. (laughs) Uh, No, it is former Knicks team, Bobby Portis, representing the Milwaukee Bucks. And I'm guessing they're going to be back. They're going to be good, and they might be good for... uh, I don't know. Three years, I think, is about the best I could give them. Um, Giannis is going to stay good, but I think, yeah, I don't know if uh, Middleton and Holiday are going to be at the same level. Right. And the, um, yeah, we'll see how the rest of the the crew comes up. Um, last year, obviously, injury to Middleton that slowed them down, but um, they probably could have beaten Boston, and I'm sure they would have beaten. They Miami. came close I, anyway to beating Boston. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, kind of close. They lost. I mean, the, the games they won, they won in the, in the like last second. Sure. And then they, the games they lost, they lost by like 15. Yeah. But I mean, but they were, it was, it was a rock fight the way they were winning them, but they were, right, they were in it. Right. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, 
I I think Lopez is washed. Maybe I don't know. Like he yeah. was hurt all last year, and then he came back and he wasn't that good. So I just I don't know what his status is. But he was like an important part of that championship team. Um. So oh, I think they I think they're probably going to win it this year. I think they're and then I think they'll be in contention for the near future. Yeah. As long as Giannis yeah. I mean, Giannis is is the best player in the NBA and like they, they, I th- I think they'll have, you know, this window with Middleton and holiday. They're obviously the best, you know, maybe the favorite to win this year. Even when Middleton and holiday are gone, they'll have another window. I mean, they, they'll still have Giannis who's still the best player in the NBA and they'll be able to make some moves. Um, and they'll probably even have like, I think he's going to be loyal to the Milwaukee franchise. Well, he already was, so who knows if he will again, but um, not that it would be disloyal or anything wrong with him wanting to go somewhere else. But if they if they still have Giannis for another contract, they'll be able to do a second iteration of like a championship team with Giannis. Or yeah. Giannis and Jalen Brown and whoever. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, they've got... an R.J. Barrett. Giannis and RJ. They got, maybe. They got lots of lots of options and ownership that'll spend money. Yeah. Um, good fan base. So yeah, they they could win a few in the next five years. Yeah. Got gotta love it. Small market team, as you said. Uh update for you. The Astros beat the Seattle Mariners eight to seven. Are, are you serious? Yeah. Just check the score. Hell yes. Mm. Do you are you a Mariner fan at all? Not really. Mm. I mean, I only went to one game my in, in, entire time there. And that was um, a perfect game, right? That was the perfect game, yeah. yeah. So that was that was an awesome experience. But like yeah. I mean, that was, that was just dumb luck versus the people who show up all the time you know, to the, to the games and then get the perfect, like I wasn't, yeah, I was never really a fan. I kind of liked that 2001 team. Um, cause like Ichiro, uh, was, it, it was, was pretty after, awesome. It was after A-Rod left, right? It was after A-Rod left. Yeah. But then they, they had Ichiro and didn't mm-hmm. they have, did they have Olerud too? I think they did. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's when they set the record for most wins or were close to it. Yeah, that's when they that's when they said they lost to the Yankees in the ALCS. Yeah, I was kind of hoping uh, Yankees Mariners ALCS. It just feels very uh, old school. Oh, but a Yankees Astros ALCS with the bad blood, I think would be. Yeah, it would. I be think great. that would be the would best be and um, the likeliest outcome. Uh, I, of course, am rooting for the Padres. Um, did you I don't know, did you see the highlight of um Buck Showalter making them check Joe Musgrove? Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I didn't. Okay. I didn't. So so game three, uh Joe Musgrove is pitching for the Padres and he's rolling. Uh some at some point in like the sixth inning, he's allowed like one hit through he ended up allowing one hit through seven innings. In this at the top of the sixth, um Buck Showalter comes out, asks the umpires to check him for foreign substances, and before any of that happens, uh, as I was and I was watching the game like from front from cover to cover, 
Uh, I noticed Joe Musgrove. I did think like his ears looked wet, but I didn't like. I was I just like noticed his ears. He his ears kind of stick out, and they were, looked like oily or something. And I, so I definitely noticed that, but I didn't. It, it, I don't know. My brain didn't make the connection that that's a foreign, maybe a foreign substance. I just thought, ah, look at his ears. That's a guy with. It's <laughs> a guy with weird ears. Um, but apparently other people had been, other people noticed as well, not just Buck Showalter. So it was a thing people were commenting on Twitter saying maybe it's a substance. And then, um, Andrew McCutcheon tweeted, I found this all out later. He's, uh, said that what he, he's like, I bet it's, it's red hot, which I guess is like icy hot that he put on his ear. So he says a lot of pitchers do it. It's like to kind of stimulate them themselves and like get themselves. They think it helps them focus or stay alert. It's like smelling salts. Um, he's like, I don't know why they do it, but they think it helps. But it's in no way a foreign substance that you could help to like get extra rotation on the ball. That's probably what it was. So the the umps all check in. <laughs> they're like, they're like checking his mitt, checking his hat. They wipe. <laughs> one of them wipes fingers on his ears and like checks the ears. Turns out it was nothing. They didn't find any foreign substance. He fin- he pitches out the sixth. Again, holds the Mets scoreless as he's and it was awesome. As he's walking to the dugout, he like flicks his ears at the Mets dugout. Pretty great. <laughs> and then like I think Wilbon yesterday was talking about how that's like a bush league from Buck Showalter, and he hopes Buck never wins a game again. Uh it was a little over the top. I, I think it was because the Mets were down 4 nothing at that point, so it was kind of like a Hail Mary by Buck, I guess. He's like, we're not going to win, so maybe we could catch him for cheating. Uh, but no, Joe Musgrove pitches one more inning even after that. Seven innings, one hit, Padres roll. Um, great stuff. And a ter- terrible end to the season of a great season for the Mets. Ooh, yeah, just really choking, getting swept by the Braves. Yeah, that, that's a um, choke job. That, that was that was bad. That yeah, was bad. really bad. And um, Degrom may be gone next year. Um, there's a few other role players who may be gone. Uh, Francisco Lindor, being paid very high, uh, was awesome this year. But I don't think you're going to get that every year from Lindor. Yeah, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna spend money though. Sure. And I think, yeah, I don't know what they're. I don't know. I'm not enough of a baseball geek to know like their um, farm system they situation. Have a that's what bit. you need. You yeah. need like you need those young arms in the in the farm system. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, they do have um, this guy. I think his name is like Francisco Al. Some Francisco Alvarez maybe. Um, I think he's a catcher who's who's one of the top prospects in baseball. So they got that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you just have to have a good, you just have to have a good front office. that's constantly replenishing the farm system. Yeah. And I, I think that I just really think it's going to help them like long-term to not have a broke owner. Right. Yeah. Like the, the fact that the owner is willing to spend money and I, I just, I think that thing, I think things will turn around. They're not like that sorry, right? They haven't won a World Series since '86, right? But they've 
been to the World Series a couple of times, yeah. you know, even just recently. And they've been a, like not a perennial, but an almost, you know, pretty often. But every few years they're a good team. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't, I don't, I know Mets fans are a little bit doom and gloom, but right. nah, it's not like, it's not like the last 20 years for the Knicks who like are a team. Exactly. It's, it's not right. like that at all. Right. Um, yeah. All right. So, to recap, your top 10 list of 2022 is the Toronto Raptors, Dallas Mavericks at number nine, eight Brooklyn Nets, Denver Nuggets at six, the Sixers, who I think you had at six last year as well. Is that right? Maybe. No, I don't know. Um, uh, no, I had the Sixers at six. Yeah, I had him at 10. Yeah, year. you had him at 10. Okay, Sixers at 6, Grizzlies at 5, Celtics 4, Clippers 3, Warriors 2, Bucks 1. I have Raptors at 10, Lakers 9, Clippers 8, Sixers 7, Nuggets 6, Nets 5, Celtics 4, Mavs 3, Warriors 2. You know I have Mavs so high? I forgot to mention, because they have a budding superstar in Frank Nilakina. Warriors <laughs> 2 and Milwaukee Bucks number one. There you have it, folks. Anything you'd like to say before we get out of here? Uh, no. No, actually, going back to what you were saying earlier, it's it, this is a really fun time of year Yeah, with all the major sports going. Not that I really care about um, hockey at all. Yeah. <laughs> no, no offense, but, um, and I, you know, I, follow football i don't watch it but i follow it and i'll watch postseason baseball when it's on at a decent hour yep. which is rarely uh but but um, but mostly i'm really excited basketball's back yeah. um excited to get get some league pass going and yeah it's, it's gonna be a good year yeah um i mean i hate tibbs i hate um julius randall and i'm worried about the front office uh, but they looked pretty good in the preseason games. They were, they were pushing the pace. Brunson looks awesome. Um, Randall was not holding onto the ball. He was, like, moving within the flow of the offense and pushing the pace as well. Um, I am not predicting them to be a great team this year, but I think they'll be actually pretty decent. And it, decent, there are lots of different ways they could be decent. It could be because they're playing really well and they're playing some of the young guys really well, which is which I'll be fine with not being in the Wimbanyana sweepstakes, if that's the case. I would love Wimbanyana, of course. But um, if, if, the, if the Knicks are good because they're playing Obi and Grimes and RJ is good, it's like, okay, we've got a good thing going. I can't be mad that they're not losing. Like, this is a good young core playing well. If they make the play-in slash playoffs because they're having Fournier, Rose, and Randall grind out wins against like the Charlotte Hornets in January, it's like, ugh, I wish we were bad and getting a lottery pick. Oh, dude, this is this is gonna be such a good year because Wembenyama is so awesome. Yeah, and he is just an un stoppable force he's gonna be like this giant shadow over the entire mm -hmm. year like and i know i mean the rockets like i don't think the rockets have their pick if it's outside the top four right i think that's i think it's one that he's not going to, outside the top okay, four anyway so um so 
I mean, there. I want the Rockets to be playing young. Yeah, getting all those reps in, which they will. Up, they will, and they're and they're probably gonna win more games than they should because they're gonna play hard on defense. I think, yeah. but but yeah, they're gonna they'll be they'll be in there. They'll be in the mix. Yeah, yeah. and like with with the new draft lottery odds, as long as you're pretty bad, <laughs> that's kind of yeah. good enough. Like, I mean, a team like you know tanking gets a bad name. Like, I I think teams should not do. Things like putting SGA on the injured list when right. he's not really injured. It shouldn't be like holding players out, whatever. Um, and and but like a team could still like like the Rockets could still play hard, try to win as many games as they can. It's still they're still not going to win a ton of games and be maybe the fifth worst seed in the league, and that's fine. And that, like, I don't think, and I don't think trying to rebuild or trying to do even what the Spurs are doing, where they traded Dejounte Murray, that's like a good forward-looking move. I don't mm-hmm. think of that as tanking, even though they're going to be one of the worst teams in the league. Yeah, I don't, I don't think of it as tanking either. I think what the Utah Jazz are doing is tanking, and I think, but it's also not. I mean, it is. They are tanking, and they're going to like keep fire doing their fire sale. But it also made sense. I mean, they got amazing uh, oh, return yeah. for no, Gobert. I think, and I think what they're doing now, I think they're holding now, and then they're going to, like, these players that they have are going to yeah. be so valuable come the trade deadline, right? Yeah. Like, they're going to be able to get great hauls again. Like, even someone like Mike Conley, who probably somewhat washed up, Yeah. right? Like, they're going to he help a team. He, he can help a team and you'll be, you'll easily be able to talk yourself into players like Laurie Markinen. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Shoot. I, I don't know. I think they're going to, I think they're going to come out really easily. Um, guys good, but, like that. Yeah. But they're not, it's not like they're giving young guys reps this year so that those guys are going to be great down the road. Right. Like they're just, they're just kind of keeping seats warm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah veteran yeah. players. And then they're going to ship all of them, all the good ones off that they can get any value for at the trade deadline. Right. So it's not like the Rockets like, who kind of have their team and have their future team. Right. Right. And you and you go and you know that everyone's playing hard and everyone wants to get better and everyone's right. going. Where, versus like everyone's like, where am I going to end up next? Right. Who knows? On the Jazz, it's like, are we going to be on the Jazz in three months? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. It's a little different, but yeah. Each team to each their own. Like the Jazz, they've been a great franchise. Yeah. Um, they've done a lot of winning. They're not a garbage franchise like OKC um, that just basically is moving draft picks around and play basically. Playing I mean, I thought if Chet was healthy, they were going to be a, not a contender, but like a good team this year. You mean you mean Chet who got a six month injury and is out for a year? Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that Chet? Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. I. I. I hear you. I hear you. But Just giddy, man. There, Oklahoma City cannot win. There is no way. You have to be willing to go into the luxury tax, and they won't do it. They're cheap, and they're they're mm-hmm. yeah. They're no. SGA is gonna leave. I know everyone's saying it's just, it's just like the news cycle, looking for something else to eat. Yeah. I think he's gonna go. Look, two years from now. We sign Jalen Brown in free agency. Then now we have the core of Jalen, RJ, 
Grimes and OB, and then we trade our draft picks for SGA. There we go. Done deal. Done deal. That's the Knicks I want to root for. But I think the Knicks, um, you know, in my heart of hearts, it's interesting. I, I actually find myself rooting for this team as currently situated. Like, like two years ago, I was not rooting for them because I just, like, did not believe that Randall was this good. And I was thinking, like, this is a team playing over their heads. Last year, I kind of rooted for them, but they were, like, so shitty to watch. And and Randall and Tibbs played, like, sweet, sassy molassie. And... Uh, <laughs> I just hated them. This year, I find my... I think I'm going to be rooting for them if they start off slow. And I think the front office is smart enough that if they start off like, I don't know, 6 and 10, something like that, maybe that'll be the time to say, all right, we're firing Tibbs and we're going to try to move veterans for whatever we could get and enter the Wembenyama sweepstakes. That's, that's the next season I want to root for. Oh man, Obi had these like four like dunk contest level dunks during the game, during the preseason game. It's just like that's maybe not the way to win winning basketball. It's to kind of like break break free and not be back on defense so that you like quickly can throw you a full court pass. But hey, if if we if we're in that scenario where we start off six and ten, like let's 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 like just make it a show for the for the garden. Oh yeah, let the good times roll. Let the good times roll. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks for joining the program as always. Thank you, Larry. Mm-hmm. A pleasure. It's a pleasure. And if you want more pleasure, you could follow at Larry the Athlete on all social media and subscribe to Larry Knows Sports wherever you get your podcasts. May all your dreams be hoop dreams. And may the rest of your days be days of thunder. Thank you.